Cats. I'm Jo Whitten, your host, and joining me today will be Fiona from Zazen Water Australia. I'm really excited to share this podcast with you. It's got so much good information. I think you'll really, really find it helpful. But before we get started, I just want to give a little plug for our online health summit. We are raising money for flood relief in the northern New South Wales region that has hit, been hit so hard by the floods and it's going to take a lot of time for them to get back on their feet and a lot of help. And Elise lives in that area in Mullumbimby. She's been helping a lot with the flood relief, but we really need to do more and we need to raise some funds. So if you can attend our online health summit, you will be contributing towards these um, charities that are helping with flood relief. 100% of the sales from our online health summit are going to, to flood relief. Um, so have a look below and you can see the links of where the money will be going. We're not, we aren't taking any money for fees or speakers fees or setup or anything like that. 100% is going into flood relief. We've got really interesting topics and speakers and I'll be doing a cooking demonstration and we'll be talking about everything from dealing with trauma, anxiety, mold um, mitigation, um, basics of gut health and improving your health in a simple way, um, getting the family on board, cooking on a budget and doing bulk cooking to help with um, providing meals for others, but also for getting food into your freezer and um, having dinner parties with friends. We're going to be talking about all sorts of things and it's going to be a really jam-packed weekend and you don't have to attend live if you can't you can watch the recordings later so pop down to the link below and please have a look and hopefully you can help us out by joining in choosing the price you want to pay and then all your donation will go to flood relief thank you so much all right we're going to go on to the podcast now fiona has pretty much made us a webinar to answer your questions, which is amazing. Thank you so much, Fiona. Um, so she took the questions that I sent her from listeners and she's put it into a slideshow. I didn't know so much of this information and it's been really mind-blowingly interesting for me. And I hope that you guys will find it interesting as well. There's a lot of information on the Zazen website as well. If you have other water filters, don't turn off your podcast. You will find lots of information that will be helpful for you as well. Um, so have a listen. And if you have more questions, feel free to email me at help at quirkycooking.com.au and I can always pass your questions on to Fiona. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Welcome, Fiona. It's so nice to have you on the podcast. Were you on the podcast once before? I think you were. Uh, no, the last time you were speaking with, um, she's gone on maternity leave now. Oh, okay. It was yeah. someone else. Yes. I've talked to you a lot about water filters, though, in the past. And Fiona is a wealth of information. Um, we have got a lot of questions from readers today. And Fiona, bless her heart, has gone and made a beautiful slideshow for us. So we're going to be so organised today. They won't know what's hit them, Fiona, because I'm usually not very organised. <laughs> do you want to start off and just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Thank you very much, Jo. Um, yes, uh, just to give you a little bit of background, I've been working with Zazen Water now for the last four years and um, it's a beautiful, beautiful company to work for. Uh, to give you a little bit of background on myself, I have a Bachelor of Health um, Science degree in homeopathy and I was um, practising for the last... 18 odd years. Um, I've also managed um, some health stores, Govita Health Stores. Uh, did that for over a decade. So I've got a very um, big breadth in regard to the wellness industry across both being a practitioner and also working in retail in regard to um, talking to customers about just about everything you can imagine in regard to wellness. So um, water filtration was something that um, has always attracted me. I've always used water filtration in my day-to-day uh, -day life. And so some of the questions that your customer or your client and your uh, followers have asked <laughs> that have asked you is um, what's the difference between the different water filters out there? So mm -hmm. I'm going to go through some of that today. And I can give you personal experience because I've used many different ones prior oh, to the Zazen. So um, having worked in retail health, um, pretty much 
everything that they've ever sold in the retail health store, I've tried. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's handy. Yeah. Um, so I just also wanted to congratulate you, Joe, on the um, the launch of your new book. Um, Thank you. The Healing Food. It's beautiful. We all have a copy. We've all started making some of the recipes and... Um, Thank you very much. We're we're really appreciative of the time and effort that's gone into a workout. Oh, it's significant. Thank you. Uh, I'm so happy that you guys are enjoying it. I want to see some photos from the Zazen office. <laughs> oh, you did send me some and I forgot to share them. I will have to do that. Yes, Sorry. So, um, the, the lovely um, uh, two lovely ladies that, that are the co-founders of Zazen Water, Janet Parker and uh, Vanessa um, Drummond. Now, it was actually mm. Vanessa that did the chicken recipe that I sent you. That's um, right. And she served it up to us and we ate it and we were very, very happy. So oh, good. So, um, yes, so just while we're on that topic, uh, Janet and Vanessa, you've met them many times. Yes. And um, mm. We've attended many of the um, events that you've had in over time as well, both in Brisbane, we have. Uh, Byron Bay and mm -hmm. various events. So we've met in person numerous times and connected with your um, your followers. But Vanessa and Janet, uh, um, have, they've been around with the Zazen. They started back in 2008. Okay. So it's over 14 years now. Wow. And the just to give you an understanding about Zazen water and the why behind who they are, I guess that's an important thing because mm. these days, you know, it's not just about starting a business um, because it's about, you know, oh, this is a business to make money from. This is a business that started from a social, um, a social aspect in regard to having an understanding that children were going to grow up without the benefit of um, understanding what quality water was and that they want to find a way to bring that education to the younger generation. And so they started something called the Water Ambassador School Program. Mm. Now, that's something that goes on today and they actually book systems into classrooms and uh, provide ongoing free parts. And that's been something that's been um, part of the why for Zazen. And the reason for continuing has always been behind that as well. So I have, to, I have to tell you a quick story, Fiona. Okay. My son said to me this morning, Mum, do you mind if I take the Zazen filter that you gave me to work and put it in the office because nobody has good water there and I really think we need to have a Zazen water filter at the office at school. I'm like, sure, you can do that. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> the staff rooms usually ring us up later and say, we've got them in the classrooms. We want one in the staff room too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just coming back to the fact that, um, you know, it was International Women's Day yesterday mm -hmm. and so it's very nice to have a business that is owned and run by um, two beautiful women. Here's yourself with your own uh, beautiful <laughs> business and, uh, you know, it's really nice to see and support um, women in business and empowering them with um, mm. going forward. So let's move to some extra questions. Okay, so I have got a lot of questions and Fiona has sort of put them together into a presentation, but I'll just give you an idea. The kind of questions that I got when I asked on social media were things like, is it worth the hype? Like so many people who've never really known like never really had a water filter in the home they're like well someone messaged me the other day and said why do all your recipes say filtered water why can't we just use tap water I'm like well you can but and so I gave her a bit of an explanation why I use filtered water so it'd be great for you to well I'm sure you'll explain why um so the benefits of filtering your water you know what what's the different types of filters and how do they filter differently and what's you know, what's the best thing to look for in a filter? Um, is it okay if they're plastic or ceramic or do they need to be glass? Um, are they hard to maintain? Um, how do you, you know, how do you clean them if yep. they get they get um, the grubby-looking uh, ceramic filter? About why um, they what, as well. Yeah. Um, what you can do to filter your shower and bath water, um, you know, do they strip minerals out of your water? Um, all those kind of questions are ones that I get a lot. And I'm sure that you have others that you know you get a lot. So I'll let you 
go ahead and just take it over, Fiona. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. So I have got a Zazen system in the background. Can you see that okay? Yep. Mm -hmm. This is our gorgeous glass one, and I'll be talking about the difference between the, um, the glass tank at the bottom and the regular BPA-free system. Um, obviously, in our schools, we can only put the BPA-free systems because glass would not be um, an allowable feature. And so I want to make sure people understand that it's not, not an issue making a decision except for the fact that it's a beautiful aesthetic. Okay, so um, we'll talk about what BPA-free means and all that sort of thing, but I just want to let people know that um, we want to cater for uh, people of all budgets and all needs, and so we'll run through each of those things. So I'm just going to put up, um, share my screen. Share. Okay, let's go to the top. There we go. All right, it is March 2022 already. I know. <laughs> so we're going to spend probably about 30 to 40 minutes today. We'll, we'll see. We, I'm renowned for going over, and I think you are too, Joanne. Yeah. How did you know that? <laughs> okay, I have seen some podcasts before. All right, so we'll be talking about these Zazen system, the importance of filtering uh, drinking water. We'll also be talking about the Western versus Eastern philosophies because the Zazen design is very much about emulating Mother Nature's water cycle. And I'm going to be talking to the work of uh, Dr. Amoto from Japan and also the Zazen water crystal. That's our Zazen water crystal here. And we'll sp spend some more time talking about that later. Um, we'll be doing some comparisons with other water filters. Um, some of the ones that you mentioned were things like the Brita jug that you can get in you know, coals and places like that. Um, there was an EcoBud Gen 2. I've used that one as well. Reverse osmosis, um, Berkey, ceramic pottery filters. So um, of those. The affordability, we'll be talking about uh, the ongoing costs as well as the upfront cost and what that represents and what the difference is in um, uh, the decision process for that. So we've now got a picture of the lovely Joe. This is, um, we actually have Joe on our website because we currently partner with over 700 professionals and wellness advocates and, and organic retail stores all over Australia and New Zealand. So um, Jo was very kind to give us a little bit of a, a blurb about why she loves the Zazen water filter. And um, she's been not only using, but also um, representing that to her followers for many years now. And one of the things that I guess is very important to underst understand is that Jo's focus is around food. Jo's focus is around wellness. Jo's focus is around um, gut health. All of those things um, need to have a holistic um, background. And so it's not just about what food, it's the air we breathe, it's the water we drink, it's all of those things that come into the equation. And this is where I'll probably just give myself a little bit of an um, introduction. Um, I, I haven't done that yet, have I, Joe? I... Oh, a little bit, but you go ahead and fill <laughs> right. us in a bit more. Yeah. So I guess um, as a homeopath, that's the thing that I want to get across is that um, I've been in clinic for a long, long time, but I have always recognised the importance of the structure of water and the memory of water. And that's where we'll be talking about the work of Dr. Moto and how water changes in nature. And so the first thing I wanted to do was um, give you an understanding that there are people who are going to be using rain tank water as their source water. There are people using municipal tap water as their source water. People will be using bore water. Um, so we have people who um, are looking at you know, spring water. So there's all sorts of different source waters out there. And we'll be talking about how um, the importance behind all of those and, and what we need to understand about that because um, many people will have their focus on why one's better than the other. Um, okay, so the next thing we want to do is the talk about philosophy. And so when we're talking about philosophy, we're talking about, and this goes down the path of exploring why or comparisons with some other types of filters out there. Essentially, what we want to do is understand that um, there is a difference between the way that Western philosophy and Eastern philosophy look at things. 
So if you think about spring water, um, if it's going through the process in nature of, and I love to use the example of um, our, our filtration process, there's 10 stages. The first stage is this pre-filter, and I've got a really battered one here because I wanted to show you um, that the muck on the outside is what happens when you start filtering water through this. So it's a bit like the concept of water flowing through sand. There's little tiny pores in here, and this is the very first stage of the water filtration process. So anything that's in the water is going to be left on the outside of this where you'll be able to clean it off. And it won't be passing through here into the, the um, bottom tank and the next stage of filtration. So it's very interesting to see the, um, the different buildup that you will find. And for different water sources, such as rain tank water, you might see mold on the outside. Um, so black little dots of mold, there can be green algae on the outside, all sorts of different things are in the different water supplies that are going to be put into a Zazen system. So I just wanted to highlight that um, this mm, first interesting. Day, yeah. And so when I what I've done here is why I've dinged this up is just to show you that when you it's only skin deep that that muck that's on the outside. So when you scratch it, you'll see that underneath that can be wiped away. And that allows the water to flow effectively through again when you clean it. So this is made from food grade diatomaceous earth, uh, completely recyclable. The bottom is completely recyclable as well. You can actually take a hammer to this and put it into the garden if you want to. And that's just to show you when I cut that one, how deep it is. So it's a good centimetre thick. So it, um, it does take a little while for water to filter through from the top to the bottom um, because it's a gravity drip fed system that needs to spend time with the filtration medium. So this goes to talk about under sink ones because one of your questions was people were talking about um, the benefits and the convenience of under sink systems. Now, so beyond the expense of putting in, whether it be a whole of house or just a, an under sink for the kitchen, you need electricity, you need plumbing, um, you still need to obviously replace filters. But um, the other thing to remember is when you turn a tap on, water comes through at a certain speed. When you're putting it through our system, it's dripping through. And so when it drips through, it's got the opportunity to then spend time with the filtration media that's in the next layers in the bottom tank. So it drips through this one, and this goes down to 0.2 of a micron. So we're talking bacteria, for example, that might be in rain tank water, um, because obviously they don't use chlorine in rain tank water, whereas in municipal water, the Western way of dealing with things is very much about using chemicals to treat the water. So chemicals such as chlorine um, is what is designed to kill bacteria in the water. And so when there is some sort of um, announcement to say, oh, don't drink the water, boil your water, it's because they haven't been able to keep up with the chlorine levels in the municipal water. And they're saying to make sure you should be boiling your water. But boiling water uh, and putting chemicals in like chlorine is designed to kill bacteria, but it doesn't take the bacteria out of the water. This is actually going to take the bacteria or doesn't take the bacteria, doesn't let it through because the point is that bacteria has a, a micron size. And if you know what a micron is, um, there's a really good um, image that shows, you know, what the size of a, a, a single hair is as far as microns versus bacteria versus um, all different things, a, a grain of salt, for example. But this is down to 0.2 of a micron, which means that bacteria can't really pass through this because they're too big and rust or organic matter that's in the water can't pass through because they're too big. So they get trapped on the outside. And so the other thing about um, chlorine is that chlorine might kill bacteria in the water, but because um, it's actually, that actually it kills the bugs, but the bugs then break down. And in interacting with the chlorine, you create something called trihalomethanes which is another whole thing that's being introduced then into the water you're drinking, not a good thing. There's lots of research on why that's not a good thing. I'm not gonna explore all of that now, but just to know that it's like any sort of uh, medicine, there's side effects to everything.
you introduce one thing called you introduce cane toads into Queensland, what do you get? <laughs> get lots of cane toads. They were supposed to fix one thing, but they created another problem. It's the same thing with anything that happens these days um, in regard to sort of some sort of medication to the water. Okay, so going back to um, the concept of under-sink ones was the fact that um, water has to pass through very fast. So it doesn't have the opportunity to pass through in a gravity sort of spending time with the media. And this opportunity is where it gets to spend water as it drips through the charcoal and then has different layers and the different layers have different purposes. So there's a, a purpose for taking fluoride out of the water. There's a purpose for taking other toxins out of the water. Um, so we've got, you've probably heard of zeolite. Mm -hmm. So zeolite is very well known for its ability to adsorb toxins. Um, so with the, um, the activated alumina la layer for the fluoride and the zeolite, uh, these two are doing an incredible job after it's already been through the activated charcoal layers. And there's different sized layers in those two layers there. Beyond that, it drips through silica, sand, and also far infrared um, bio, they ceramic balls. And ceramics, if you know much about um, far infrared, mm -hmm. far infrared spectrum of light is um, just a spectrum of, of sunlight. Um, but we know that in therapeutics, we see a lot of use of far infrared these days for far infrared saunas and far infrared heat lamps and all that type of um, therapeutics. So there's been some great studies um, around the benefits of far infrared in relation to um, not just those therapeutics, but water. Mm -hmm. And so this is where I get my, um, my hmm, I, I loved researching. So this is where <laughs> I get the opportunity to bring She's my... She's geeking out. Yeah, I get the opportunity <laughs> to bring my practitioner side of things to the table with my Zazen role. So this is where we meet um, beautifully and naturally is that um, my understanding is around the structure of water and that one of the things that in Western way of looking things, it's about what can we take out of the water um, and problem with one of the um, focuses of the under sink type ones you've mentioned is uh, reverse osmosis. And, you know, a lot of people know reverse osmosis by the fact that um, it can effectively filter. I'm not denying that. It can do that. But uh, unfortunately, it effectively um, filters to the point where you're taking all things out virtually. Um, when I say that, you know, you might get a little bit higher level of fluoride reduction. So in our system where we talk about up to 90%, um, they, I think, talk of 93 to 95%. One of the things you've got to remember is what was the type of reverse osmosis system you put in? There's very many different um, qualities and the cost ranges from a few hundred dollars through to a few thousand dollars, depending on the quality. And there's maintenance of the membrane that it has to go through. And then the big deal is that you're actually going to be removing not just the bad stuff, but also a lot of the good stuff. And what is the good stuff? Minerals. So unfortunately, um, you know, mineral, unfortunately, minerals are very, very important to the structure of water and how we receive it into our bodies. And so in nature, um, obviously water travels down the mountainside or up through the spring and through the, the earth, it's actually picking up those minerals along the way. It's um, also having the opportunity to be involved with connecting with the Earth's natural magnetic frequency. And this is why we have the Zazen 1200 Gauss magnetic energy tap. It may not look like a very impressive tap, but it has, it's more about purpose. So this is, it's, it's actually quite solid, even though um, people sort of think oh, it's not so. We have these in classrooms all over Australia and the kids don't seem to be able to break them. So, But at the end of the day, there's a 1200 gauss magnetic energy um, magnet inside the back of the tap here. And so the water is constantly being surrounded by that magnetic energy. And that's the same as what happens in naturally in the earth. And we know about um, bare 
feet, putting our feet on the ground, connecting with the earth, connecting with the magnetic energy of the earth. These are all the sort of connections that we need to um, recognise are important. Um, the only other thing I was want to go back to was the far infrared um, bioceramics because the spectrum of sunlight um, of the far infrared is very important in the way, along with the magnetic energy, in the way that the angles of the water clusters um, actually relate to each other. So there are angles in water and there are water clusters and it's about the size of the water clusters. And these influences actually change those angles and bring the water clusters down to smaller clusters. And that makes it easier for our body to assimilate. Hmm. Interesting stuff. Yeah, uh, so interesting. Look, I think, um, again, it comes back to understanding the difference between Western concepts, mm. just killing things versus what is the purpose of water? And so yeah. the purpose of water, it's about supporting your health and well-being, hydrating you, flushing toxins from your cells. So it's not about just the toxins that was in the water. It's also about having water to uh, take the toxins that are in your cells already and flush them out of your system. Mm. Yeah, it's a lot more to it than you think. This is what I was talking about when I showed you my beautiful Zazen water crystal picture before. Um, so there's a very famous um, fellow called Dr. Amoto and uh, Dr. Dr. Mazuo Amoto. He's a he was a um, an original thinker, is what I think of him as, <laughs> and he was um, a fellow who lived in Japan who had a laboratory that he had set up that was looking at water and what he would do is he would take water from all sorts of different places around the world. So whether it was from a, um, a polluted river or the clean, freshest water from the mount mountain waterfall to the water that came out of a, um, a shrine or a, a church uh, blessed water, all of these different things. And he would actually freeze the droplet, put it under the microscope. And then as it was melting, the stage between frozen solid, being solid liquid vapour, there is a stage between solid and liquid. And they're calling this the, um, the fourth phase of water. So instead of just solid liquid and vapour, they're suggesting there's a fourth phase. And it's the stage that um, they're looking at to understand the structure behind water and also the structure of the water that's in our cells. So right. the cell water is completely different to bulk water. You know, if you were to look at the water inside your cells, it's not going to be the same consistency as a glass of water out of the tap. You know, there's more of a sticky gel-like substance to it. Um, so it's that sort of in-between stage between solid and liquid. And so this is the um, understanding as we want to know more about the body and um, the water in the body and how the body utilises it and what things it does to achieve that. So the Zazen water crystal is actually a droplet of our water that was sent to his office and photographed under his microscope. And this is what our Zazen water looked like. And it's a very special, beautiful water crystal. Water can't always form a crystal. If it's polluted, if it's not in a healthy state, it can't form that beautiful crystal. So we were aware that um, what we, whatever we were doing, it was the right thing because we were um, able to represent that through the, the, the water crystal. Interesting. Okay, so let's go down the path of um, the concept of it's a point of view system. So in regard to a lot of questions we get is, uh, is it portable? Well, most definitely. You know, at the end of the day, it tacks down into a single box, 30 centimetres by 30 centimetres. And so when you buy um, the glass tank system, you actually get the original whole Zazen system along with the glass tank in a separate box. And I set my glass tank system up, but when I go on holidays and I go to Morton Island for a, a, a week's holiday every year, I don't want to drink the water over there. I want to take mm. my system with me. So I don't take my glass system, but I do take my BPA-free system. And um, the BPA-free system is, and I'm just going to stop sharing for a second. Um, oh, we stop sharing. There we go. So the glass tank um, is just a matter of emptying everything out, putting it into my BPA-free um, bottom, 
and taking that with me. And then when I get home, swapping it back over again. So very easy to do. I just don't want to take my glass with me traveling. Um, it's not safety glass. It's not like shower glass. It's um, a hand-blown glass tank. Now, hand-blown glass tank is completely different to the sort of um, very cheap and nasty sort of glass that you can get. Um, by the way, we don't have anything out of China. Everything that we um, everything that we do is chosen specifically by um, the Zazen team for the best quality as far as um, hospital grade and we source from wherever the best place is. So some of it's from the US, but everything gets put together in South Korea. And then um, shipped here and we have a, a wonderful warehouse that's able to stock plenty of stocks. So we've never actually run out of systems, even through all the dilemmas of the, the last two years. Um, Come close sometimes, but no, we've always made it. <laughs> so, you know, we've had a very good, reliable um, opportunity for our clients, which is a little bit different. I'm not bashing any other company, but there are some companies, um, and I think you did mention to me the word Berkey. Um, they are unable to supply parts right now outside of Australia. So all the people that are using those systems are having a lot of trouble getting any parts and all the distributors that um, were selling them are unable to at this point in time. There's nothing wrong with the fact that it's a good filter. Again, you know, just wanting to run down through the different sort of comparisons. Um, the filtration is, is fine. There's a lot of systems out there that can filter very well. Some not so, but um, they're not understanding the whole outcome that we want, which is about that structured water. So there's no recognition of uh, the, the um, for example, the, the magnetic energy. There's no representation of the far infrared. Um, there's all the mineral stones. So some people um, are, are focused totally on filtration. And I must admit, until I really came across the Zazen system, that was my focus. You know, I wanted to make sure my clients and myself, we were drinking clean, unpolluted water that didn't have some of the additives in it that um, typically, well, municipal water obviously has chlorine. Now in most places in Australia, it also has fluoride. Um, so there are some, some places such as Cairns and I did speak to someone else the other day that uh, didn't have fluoride, but in most places- Yeah, we don't up here. Oh, you lucky guys. So I think it was in about 2012 or 14 that Queensland brought it in. Um, and then it was up to the individual councils to make that decision. So yes, in Brisbane, we definitely do. Um, so at the end of the day, um, there is the focus about filtering things and getting all of that muck out. And um, I'm very happy for anyone to do whatever they can to you know, clean their water. You know, we can't uh, be for every single person out there, but we certainly want to educate you as to what the difference is between just doing the first 50% and looking at the rest of it, because the first 50% to us is the filtration. You can do a really good job of that, but you need to take it a step further. And I'll just give you a little example um, from a personal level, Joe. I had always had filtered water. I had one on my sink. I had the jug in my fridge. I had the beautiful ceramic one in my clinic. Um, so I, I've been done all of those and um, they all brought some benefits. Some of them are only doing this pre-filtering stage. Some of them are only have filters that are this big and need to be replaced every four weeks. Again, that depends on how many people are drinking the water, how many people, um, uh, how many people remember to, to replace a filter if they're not getting a reminder? Um, our schedule is once every six months and every 12 months, and we send reminders out. So this one here that's doing all the heavy hard yakka of absorbing or adsorbing things out of the water is every six months. And that's based on about 12 litres of water going through the system every day. Now, some people will use more, some people will use less. If you're using 20 litres a day, you might need to replace it at four or five months. Um, as far as if you're only using six litres a day, people often ask us, well, can I get more out of it? At the end of the day, we suggest you should replace this at six months because it's been sitting in water for six months. It needs to, um, we can't tell you uh, exactly what the outcome is going to be. All we can tell you is that 
We have tested it up to six months, basing it on that sort of typical average daily use. And what we want you to understand is that um, if something's been sitting in water for a long time, it's just constantly absorbing, constantly absorbing. So uh, whether it be fluoride or, or any of the other things, if you're wanting to effectively filtrate, then replace it on the scheduled six month timeline. Um, the ceramic filter is once only every 12 months. And then the mineral stones at the bottom, they're only every five years. And there's one other set of stones in the bottom, which are called the silver stones. They're not silver in color, which is the most confusing thing that I get as far as questions all the time, but um, they provide an antibacterial benefit to the water, keeping it nice and fresh and clean. So what I'm suggesting to you is that I haven't had to clean my Zazen bottom tank for years because it keeps it fresh when you've got that natural antibacterial silver in there. It's not depositing levels of silver to the water. The water is um, able to, it, it's able to keep that um, antimicrobial benefit because that's what silver does. I don't know if you know about silver um, in the sense that they use it in bandages and hospitals and all sorts of different uses for silver. But um, one of the most important things is in summertime, um, now, you talked about a green filter in one of your questions, Joe, and I showed you before some that have got little dots of black mould, some that have got the rust, but there's also the common um, green filter, and it's mainly people who are on rain tank water or are using a filter through their tap that's already removed the chlorine. Now, we can remove the chlorine very, very effectively, 99.9%. In fact, higher. But if you've already got something on your tap that's doing that, or you're using rain tank water that has no chlorine, think about this. You've got nothing to kill any algae or microbial in the water. And then in summertime, you've got hot, summer, humid weather, especially up your way. I don't know how you survive in Cairns. It's bad enough down here. <laughs> but Well, thankfully, thankfully, I'm up in the mountains. I'm, uh, I'm cooler I up here. All right, well, that's fine. I'm very happy for you. <laughs> uh, but the green is just algae. So when you go to a creek bed, you see algae. If you've got a pond, you see algae. And that's really just a very natural process of photosynthesis. It's light and nutrients. So not harmful in the sense of um, being a problem, but, you know, it doesn't look the greatest, you know, when it's sitting on the outside here, people come and go, why have you got a green algae thing on there? So you can wipe it down. You can do things to um, reduce it, um, reduce its green colouring. Um, but at the end of the day, it's doing its job. That's the purpose of it. It's not passing through here. So if you see anything build up on, out, on the outside, just go, well, that's not in the water that I'm drinking that's coming down here. Um, you can clean it very easily. Uh, get a, I use one of those cloths that you use on pots and pans that have got the bit of a abrasive side. Some people use the coconut ones. There's, at the end of the day, um, again, I showed you before, you know, if I scratch here, we're just taking a layer off the outside. It's a centimetre worth of thickness there. So you'd have to be scrubbing it every day to, you know, really make a, a, a dent in it. So. Um, so we talked about algae in the sense of cleaning it if it's on there. And the silver stones are to try and keep the um, outbreak of algae in the bottom. And that is very, very effective. It can every now and then um, be overwhelmed if you've got it, for example, sitting smack bang in front of a window with the sun pouring in on it. Good luck. <laughs> Move it to a place where it's nice and shady um, or a bit of airflow around it. So at the end of the day, if that was the scenario, you set it up, you didn't know, and you put it in front of a window and bang, it got some algae in it. It's a very simple clean. We just um, do a, a hot soapy water clean out, a bit of vinegar, and that's all done and dusted. So any of those sort of questions, people are most welcome to um, address that with us. But we just want to make sure that everybody is very aware it's a very natural process and very simple to look after. What else, Joe? What are we? Let me go back to my slides. See if I've got something. Okay. I keep muting myself because we've got a storm. You're worried about a storm at your place, yeah. but instead it's me. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, we're supposed to have one, and it hasn't hit yet. So we got it. Okay. <laughs> now, where's my screen? Here we go. Um, 
All right, so let's go. I just want to go back to something because reverse osmosis is one that we get a lot of questions about. Why versus that? Um, I guess the thing I want to really highlight is the difference between living water and dead water or hungry water. So we were talking about water. Um, after it goes through reverse osmosis, it strips everything out, including the minerals. So the water is now, it's a bit like distilled water that you would put into your kettle or your, uh, not your kettle, your iron, for example, or um, equipment that um, doesn't want minerals in it because obviously we know in a kettle or on your shower screen, calcium, magnesium, you see that build up. Um, so distilled water, reverse osmosis water doesn't have that build up. So that's why they use it in anything that's sort of of a mechanical nature. Um, so that's got, it's, it's, it's dead water. It has no, no features of what water in nature has, because in nature, it's obviously picking up from its environment, all of those beautiful minerals. So why do we call it Zazen alkaline water? It's because the water has naturally become alkaline and you can get a pH reading above neutral, which means it's alkaline, because the minerals that are located within the water is things like calcium, magnesium, which are alkaline minerals. So it's not a process where um, one of the other types of um, filters that people ask about are ionizers. And ionizers are the sort where they actually, um, it's quite damaging to the water in that they're splitting the water. They're actually using electrodes to split the water and create alkaline water on one side and acidic water on the other side, which means that um, only a percentage of the water can be alkaline and only a percentage of the water can be acidic. There's not much use for acidic water, so they tell you things like use it for cleaning, but at the end of the day, you've got a lot of waste, wasted water. And then they're actually using almost a, like a, a dial. They dial up what level they want their water to be, 8.5, 9.5, 10.5. And so water in nature isn't 8.5, you know, it isn't you know, in that level of, you know, 9, 10, that sort of thing. That's going to create problems um, such as alkalosis. So you can have metabolic acidosis and you can have alkalosis so too much of either is not a mm -hmm. healthy thing it's about balance it's about bringing um recognizing that yes it's about alkaline water but it's not for the hell of it it's because it naturally is alkaline because it has minerals in it that are alkaline you know right. that that's the thing i want people to understand um, as to why we refer to ourselves as alkaline water Okay, so the next thing we're going to look at is um, we've talked about that. Oh, bottled water. You know, most of the bottled water that you get in the supermarkets is reverse osmosis water. It's just okay. filtered through reverse osmosis. In the, in the health stores, you might see alkaline water from a spring that you're paying 4 or $5 a bottle for, but the mm -hmm. ones that you're getting in the supermarket in the crinkly plastic and that by the way, let's talk about the plastic right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, the crinkly plastic that you get those drinking water bottles, obviously that's not um, good quality plastic. You know, And if the water is reverse osmosis water, it's hungry water. I've mentioned hungry before. Hungry water is about um, having no minerals. So the water is going to search its environment like it would in nature to find what it's looking for. It's hunting for minerals. So the plastic is where it has to go to, that's its environment. So that's when you hear about the hormonal issues or the estrogen um, that's within plastics and that's what's being pulled into the water. So wow. that's the thing that, um, and you know, people talk about when, especially when it's heated, you know, if that's been sitting in a car and um, the plastic's been heated up, yeah, awful, I wouldn't even, mm. you can taste it. You can taste the plastic. You can. Um, I can't drink out of anything but a glass bottle now. I've been totally spoiled because <laughs> I was in water in a glass bottle. Yes, we have our beautiful glass bottles. Yes. Uh, so going back to hungry water and um, the reason why, uh, why the Zazen water, well, this is where you've got to remember um, it's the difference between just filtering water and getting water that's got everything that your body needs to take that water in and hydrate you. So the ultimate goal of drinking water is to hydrate. 
it's got to be clean, it's got to be um, able to be assimilated into your cells. And there's a very specific process that our bodies do to receive water into our cells. And that's what is understood through this design philosophy and nature. Um, so we've talked about reverse osmosis, we've talked about um, different ones and plastic bottles. Um, I think we've covered most of the questions that you had mentioned to me. Uh, how else can you use the Zazen water beyond drinking? Thank you. Um, <laughs> oh, that's right. I wanted to show you, before we go on to that, I wanted to show you some a couple of images. So okay. this was um, part of the wheat seed growth experiment we did with um, some classrooms who have got the Water Ambassador School program in place. And so this is wheat seeds that were grown all at the same time by the children in the classroom. This is bottled water. So we're just talking about bottled water and how it's usually reverse osmosis water, so it's got no minerals. Look what happens mm -hmm. to the wheat seeds. They've got no minerals to help them grow. Tap water's got more minerals than bottled water has, but there's also a lot of other toxins. So here's your Zazen water. Um, it's got everything the plant needs to give it the best outcome. So is the case with our bodies. You know, if you're putting in bottled tap or Zazen water, basically you're expecting the same outcome. Mm. Lots of good hair growth. <laughs> <laughs> Because there's silica in the silica in the water as well. So a lot of people talk about um, their hair growing really well, uh, their nails growing really well. I was telling you about my personal story. I never got to the end of it. Um, I had really, really dry cracked heels. And when I started using Zazen water, it was about two weeks in and I started noticing a difference. And I went, oh, that's a bit of an interesting um good thing that I'm noticing but I hadn't really thought about it as just being the water and then at six weeks I had completely resolved my cracked heel issue and that had been a chronic problem for years so, so interesting um you know we can be dehydrated at the peripheries the body will always look after itself you know it's going to make sure there's enough water to pump your blood through your heart and your lymph and all of the things that are involved in dissolving and transporting and taking hormones through your body but if there's something like um, just some dry heels or eczema, these are some of the conditions, obviously, that um, a lot of people contact us about. If they've got um, eczema, they're looking to hydrate their systems. And obviously, chlorine is one of the things that are in water, um, both in showers and in the drinking water. So I will talk about um, what we're going to be taking out in regard to chlorine and the importance of that. Because with you and what you do, um, you know, you do a lot of things like fermenting foods. Mm -hmm. Now, here we are fermenting and making sauerkraut or kimchi or um, kombucha or all of these different types of fermented products and or yogurts. And then um, you're putting tap water in. So what do you think that the chlorine that's in the tap water would be doing to the good bacteria that it's designed to kill in the water? It's going to do the same thing. You're not going to get the same sort of outcome using chlorinated tap water in any type of fermenting process. Yeah. So this is why I would suggest you put in your book, use filtered water, use filtered water. Yep. Um, so very important uh, to understand that. So I do get why chlorine's in there in the first place because it is about keeping us safe from you know, the awful types of, you know, Giardia and E. coli and things like that. But once it gets to the point where it's at our tap, we don't need it any longer. We can actually rely on putting it through the system, removing, removing not just the chlorine, but all of the other bits and pieces, and then using it in making your, drinking your water, making your, um, your, your probiotic foods, putting it into your ice cube trays, putting it into your kettle, uh, putting it into your dog or food box, cat's bowl, um, washing your fruit and vegetables with it, uh, steaming or boiling, you know, any of your food preparation. So don't just think of it as drinking from your drinking water bottle. It's got many, many uses. So mm -hmm. when people say to me, oh, how do you get through 12 litres a day? There's only two of us in the, well, sometimes three, two or three of us in the household. Um, I'm not just using it to drink and fill up my water bottle. It's got so many uses um, inside my daily um, needs for the water. Um, so going to take you now through to, I know we're running out of time. We're going way You're over. You're right. That's okay. So 
Why would I drink this water compared to tap water? Look at this. This is a this is a drain pipe. This is a pipe that water um, was passing through to get to someone's house. Now, this was a customer who sent this in. This is why you see this builder. Am I sharing? Yeah, I am. I'm yeah, sure. I can see it. I can see that. And so you've got um, that reddy brown orangey colour. That's usually rust, and that's usually because it's the inside of the pipes. Now, the reason why that the um, municipal water supply actually treats the water to make sure it's at least around neutral is so that it doesn't destroy their pipes to the point where it's um, they're unusable. Because if they're acidic, uh, if the water was acidic that was passing through here, then all of that would just be deteriorating um, because it would actually um, destroy all the infrastructure. So their municipal water must be at least around the neutral level. But, um, yeah, that's a really interesting one. What else have I got here? Um, oh, this is just a process of explaining the, the whole 10-stage process and what that looks like. So we've gone through all of that. So I'll just move on. I can probably link to that in um, Yeah, I can notes. give you slides. Yep. So, yeah. The Zazen water system, the glass tank's a little bit shorter than the BPA-free system because it doesn't have this white rim. It doesn't need that to um, be on that one. So this is 53 centimetres tall from, from bottom to top and 56 centimetres for the BPA-free plastic one. Um, the base, obviously, if you don't need the base, you just have to be hanging the tap over the bench. Um, so obviously that's another 15-odd centimetres in height there for the, for the base. So total 53 centimetres, 56. And that diameter across here is 30.5 centimetres. So it's not taking up any more footprint than a standard ruler. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when people say, oh, I don't have room, I'm like, well, it's no bigger than your toaster at the end of the day as far as the footprint on the bench top. We, we find ways to fit it. My son, my other son, um, moved out of home for a while into a granny flat with, with just a one-room apartment. And so we found a little stool that fit the filter and that sat beside his bed. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. yeah I, I totally get it. You know, people are in all sorts of different situations and um, you will find a way. I had one lady just took it into a bedroom. Yeah. So. It's quite handy beside your bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's amazing. I tend to drink more water, I reckon, at night time than I do at two. Yeah. I think we get busy, don't we? And we get to the end of the day and go, right, I haven't had enough water. <laughs> I love my sippy style one because you don't yeah. have to doing anything, you just sip on it. So yeah. So the, the Zazen replacement parts, I told you we've got a customer reminder service. We've talked about all the individual ones. Um, look, ongoing, you're, you've got a $4.95 entry price for the Zazen system. The glass tank um, is an optional upgrade with an um, extra tank with a total cost of $6.45 recommended retail. These are actually the same cost that we have had for 14 years. They've never put their price up. Wow. I don't know how, and I don't know that they can do that for much longer. All I know is that um, they are, are not about, you know, continually putting prices up. They've never done that. It's the same price from 14 years ago. And wow. they're, because their goal is to make as many people have the opportunity to benefit with their good quality water system at the least possible outlay. So yeah. just want to share that. Same with the, the parts. So you look, you are looking at anywhere between just under 200 and 250, depending on um, your needs. So there is the alkalinity beads that are provided free with the system and they're an optional upgrade that's um, very particular for rain tank water because rain tank water um, is very acidic. This is where we talk about structure of water. If you think about water, it's taken up into the air. It's too heavy to take anything with it. Think about steam coming out of the kettle. All the calcium and muck is left at the bottom of the kettle and the steam goes up. And so it concentrates what's left in the bottom. And so steam or rain comes back down. It's got no minerals or anything in it, but it picks up pollution as it comes through the air. It then gets caught in a rain tank and that rain tank means it never got the opportunity to do what it should do in nature and hit the ground and connect with the earth and remineralize itself. Mm. So rain tank water may be natural, but it's not natural unless it gets the opportunity to hit the earth. So in a rain tank, all you're getting is basically a distilled or reverse osmosis type of water. Hmm. It's funny, I never thought of that. 
Yeah. Mm. So my parents had rainwater um, up at Tambrain Mountain. My brother's on a farm. He's got both bore water and rain tank water, and they all have water systems because they've obviously been educated um, <laughs> how important that is. Um, so the little alkalinity beads are calcium, magnesium, and you asked about hydrogen as well. So these actually release hydrogen to the water. And this is something called um, oxidative reduction potential. There is um, the importance of having a negative ORP. And that's what we can achieve. So the difference between organic fruit and veg and regular fruit and veg that you get from, say, the supermarket is the oxidative reduction potential. Obviously, if you eat these vegetables in the supermarket, there's still goodness and benefits and, you know, vitamins and minerals. But if you're eating the, um, the organic ones, usually there's, it's fresher. It hasn't been stored for three months in a freezer or somewhere. Mm. Um, it's fresher, so the antioxidant levels are higher than these ones. And that's what we're talking about here. The, the, the bringing of the, um, the minerals, the ionising of the minerals and bringing that hydrogen to the water, this is the creation of the oxidative reduction potential into like a negative 90 to negative 180, which is where we would put organic fruit and veggies. So, so much goes into what the system's about. It's not just what we can take out. So that's mm. my point there. And can I then, quickly ask you, did you mention bore water before? I can't remember. Um, yes, um, good point. So bore water, um, that would be a situation where you wouldn't need those alkalinity enhancers, the little white balls that we were just referring to. Rain tank water would be very important because it doesn't have any minerals. Bore water typically has got very high level of minerals. Yeah. So, you know, I've got um, clients in um, oh, what's Lightning Ridge, <laughs> yeah, they would have. Uh, yeah. The last thing you want to do is be adding more calcium um, <laughs> water. So this is why it's an optional extra depending on your source water. Um, mm -hmm. So all water, you will find that if it's got a high level already, it can often have a very strong taste. Yeah. Um, minerals have a taste. So, you know, when people first set up our Zazen water system, often they... Um, will taste those minerals if they've been drinking reverse osmosis or distilled sort of water they will go oh wow that's a, a different taste because there's now water that's got minerals in it it will settle down um and when i say settle down it will settle down so that um as water passes through the new stones will will still be providing minerals but not to the intensity of that first couple of weeks for example so. yeah um so with bore water, yes, you can put it through the Zazen system. You may have to clean that top tank, uh, that top ceramic filter. And it won't be probably that you're seeing so much on the outside visually. It might just be that the water flows down, the, the pace of the water from the top to the bottom, which would mm. take one and a half to two hours, could take longer because the calcium, which doesn't have any coloration, may be building up on the outside, blocking some of the pores. And you need to wipe that down regularly to allow the water to pour through. All right. So obviously when water is, when the top tank's full, it's got water pressing on the whole of this and it will do it quite fast in the beginning and halfway through, obviously the water's only got access to this part and then only water to access to this part. You know, this is all exposed. So it will slow down as it gets to the lower part and you will see the most buildup around the bottom where the water sits the longest and that's where you need to get the most tidy up. Okay, what's in the box? Everything you need to start. There's nothing in there that you need to order on top of. The first thing you're going to need is at six months um, a replacement filter cartridge. Um, we send you a reminder because we register you when you order through Quirky and um, the reminder updates, uh, sorry, the every time you make a purchase, we update your reminder service so that we know what you need next time. So every six and 12 months, we send you reminders. Mm -hmm. And um, that is, that's what the box looks like. So very, very simple, 30 centimetres by 30 centimetres. doesn't take up a lot of space. There's your glass tank. Um, the glass tank, as I say, is about three and a half kilos. And that's an optional extra. Correct. And you can upgrade that at any time. So if you start with the BPA-free system, if budget is the issue, start with the regular. And if you really, really want glass tank, upgrade at any time you want in the future. Mother's Day present, Father's Day present, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Inside your box, these are all going to be tools to give you more information. 
um, how to set up your system. There's a way to register your system um, if it wasn't already done. And there's also general common questions answered for you in there. There's a video on our website. It shows you to go to the website, five minutes long, shows you everything you need to know about it. Quick one other thing about the shower filter, because I know you asked me about that. Oh, yes. Yep. Um, there is a video that shows you how to install this on our website as well. The shower filter is a filter that attaches to an existing setup. It's not a shower head that has a filter in. We did used to have that. Um, but they have, this is a much larger filter. So this one actually has got the ability to do about twice the filtering that we were using in the other, the other showers. But the criteria is that it needs to fit with certain setups. So, for example, you know the, the hose style that you can pull mm -hmm. off the wall and it works really well with that setup. Your hose okay. just plugs in here and then here and away you go. And it pretty much actually sits like that. Um, so yeah. it goes in one side there. And so it's just water passing through, down and, and out. These are... Um, they're very reasonable and they usually only re require replacing once every two years, okay. the filter inside. So obviously you keep the, the outer casing, but the filter inside. Um, but unfortunately, if you're using instantaneous or continuous gas hot water, it won't work with that. So okay. just be aware of that. And, and if you've got any particular questions around it, please just contact us so that we can assist you and make sure that it's going to be the right outcome for you. We've got a fabulous... And you don't... Sorry, um, you don't have a bath filter, but I guess um, can you use that yes. at all? Or? So, for example, if you've got a bath shower, then mm. you've got a perfect outcome because you're setting this up with the, the hose yes. shower. But um, it's not designed. It, there are so many different tap styles out there. There's the yeah. You know, it just you can't do it with the taps. Um, right. Also, the flow rate. Um, is different with many different tap setups. So, yeah, we've looked at it. We would love to. Unfortunately, we don't have anything we can offer at this point in time. Just from my point of view, vitamin C is one of the best things to sprinkle into your bath water. Helps to That's take a good the tip. out. Do you know how much you put in? So it depends on how much water you're putting in. But an average bath, um, you're probably looking at uh, a quarter of a cup. Mm-hmm. And just um, buy that in bulk from pure vitamin C, yeah. yeah, just powdered vitamin C. You, if yeah. you Google that, you'll find information out yeah. there. Yeah, so. thank you. Okay, um, that's good. So, what have we got? That's the registration. Um, yeah, hey, we're so confident with our system, we are prepared to let you try this for the next three months, love it or return it. So this is something that I think really shows the mark of a company to sort of say, you can use our product for 90 days. And if you, at the end of 90 days, want to return it for whatever the reason is, um, go ahead. We don't get many back. No, so, I imagine you wouldn't. <laughs> you know, it's a rarity, but, you know, the, the comfort and safety is there for you. There's a five-year warranty on the actual um, product, structural product itself. Mm -hmm. um, and the reminder service, uh, we're here Monday to Friday, 9 to 5 Brisbane time. We've got a, a practitioner team here and we're constantly reviewing and looking at what are they putting in the water, what can we do to upgrade and keep up with whatever's going on in the water. Um, I think I've covered... Yeah, I think you've done pretty well. I was just checking the questions. Do you want to take it off screen share oh, if that's all right yep <laughs> um and i'll just double check but i think that was pretty good so just to give a bit of an overview for those who were wondering um you know if you are starting out and you want to get a good filter you can buy the zazen through quirky cooking and we do have a afterpay thing so you can pay it off mm -hmm. um so that's an option um, but like Fiona said, you do do what you can and work up to it. I know um, with a lot of things in my house, I had to just buy what I could afford at first and I knew what my eye was on the goal and as the tax return came in or whatever, then I got the better thing. So, yeah, it's something to um, have in mind and to understand how it works really helps. So thank you for that really good explanation. 
Yeah, there is a, an investment there, but I guess this investment is going to be with you for the long term. Everyone, yeah. who's, you know, the customers who started back with us in 2008 are still using their system in 2022 and they will be for yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. Thank you so much. That was that was a lot of great info and it will be very helpful, I'm sure. Excellent. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. So if, if they've got any other burning questions, I guess they can um, contact through the website, mm-hmm. through your website. Yeah. Okay. Right. Thanks well, so I much. Catching up with you. And is the rain still pouring up there? The it's coming? just stopped. The sun's come out. Now it's steaming. Oh. <laughs> well, and mine's probably about to start. So I'm All very right. glad we didn't have the, the ra- noise of the rain on the, um, <laughs> the roof. So. All right, darling. Thank you very All right. much. Thanks, guys. Bye. Have a good weekend. Bye.